There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hello. What's up? Hello. It's Oak Island Day. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, it's Oak Island Day. <laughs> yeah. But we're here to discuss last week's episode, mm-hmm. season eight, episode 20 of the Curse of Oak 20? Island. Yeah. Could it be? It could be. And it is called Fire in the Hole. Fire in the Hole! Fire in the Hole. Hey, before we get into it, I do want to read uh, something that we got from a listener real oh, quick. awesome. Uh, her name is Ginger. Hi, Ginger. Hi, Ginger. Um, she says that she is newly listening to us, and she's kind of binging the back episodes. Oh, no. And back then, we had wanted help to look for a treasure in Tennessee. Oh, uh, yeah, we and did. And she's like, hey, I could help you. Ginger, thanks for the um, offer, but uh, we don't think that treasure is in Tennessee anymore. No. So... But yeah. thank you. But thank you so much. There might be another one as in our next treasure hunting adventures. Who knows? And we'll like, we'll keep you we'll, in mind, Ginger. We'll if keep we, you in mind. Definitely. You know, if we uh, need something out there again. But I just want to say a special thank you to Ginger. Mm-hmm. And um, it might be a while before she even catches up to this. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if she's binging. I mean, the first handful of episodes. I wanted to have started there. But good for you for sticking <laughs> with it that long. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think... She was talking about season six, episode 13 is when she Is that really when that uh, happened? I guess, yeah. So it was over two years ago. Wow. All right. So uh, welcome, welcome. We're here to talk about, uh, like I said, The Curse of Oak Island, season Mm -hmm. eight, episode 20, Fire in the Hole. Uh, so fire in the hole. What what do we got? Let's talk about the uh, swamp. Where's your notes? My my notes are on my phone. Let's talk about the swamp. (laughs) Okay. So we opened up in a war room, though. Should we chat about that? If you'd like. Because it is swamp related. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so in the war room, we've got Rick, Scott, Steve, Doug, Marty, Craig, and Alex. Mm-hmm. Whew. And, and Rick is saying that Steve's estimate on the stone road is currently at 640 feet in length. It's way bigger n- than a football not field. Not 460. What did I say? 640? Yes, you did. That thought, would be... I, I thought you had dys- dyslexia, not me. Yeah, well... Apparently you borrowed it today. <laughs> 460 feet in length. Anyway, that's longer than a football field. It's long. That's I mean, a long road. It's longer than what they had said on the pre-game yeah. like thing. With Maddie Blake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said it was over 300 feet long. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it keeps going, Maddie. Mm-hmm. Keeps going. All right. And then, so they're basically in Tom's field. They are. Yeah, they spend a lot of time in Tom's field right behind his house right now. Yeah, well, that's where it seems to be branching off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they uh, had found some small voids in the area in the stone foundation that they found la- the prior week. Yep. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it was, uh, it was a fun uh, visual that we had of Rick Lagina sticking his arm down deep in a hole the into a little tiny pit of uh, who knows. A pit of worry is what I am. <laughs> like there's, and of course, Michael John, the treasure hunter who finds everything, because now his name is Michael John Treasure Hunter. Uh, he He's like, oh, look, I'm coming down on this. And Rick's like, oh, what's that a hole? And he shoves his arm in there. And I'm thinking, what's on the other side, Rick? You don't know. He thinks there's a bunch of gold coins. It could be, but there could be a rabid beaver, like, protecting them. Nah. Craig wasn't didn't sound too worried about it either. Craig didn't sound worried no. about it. He, he was just asking how much soil was there on top of that and, you know, how deep was it? Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, about three feet deep. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of, a lot of buildup on that. Yeah. I remember, I mean, Craig was like, whoa, that seems like a lot. So it's been there a while. Yeah. Well, Rick just says, you know, Steve's going to give some impressions here, but it's definitely not the road, at mm-hmm. least that section there. And Steve goes on to say that he's seen lots of foundations like this mm-hmm. from the 16th or sorry, the 17th and 18th century. No. The 1700s and 1800s. Sorry, yes. That's different than the 17th and 18th century. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, his thought was that Anthony Graves, uh, you know, that's where his thoughts went to. Mm -hmm. And the stories that he used treasure coins um, on the mainland to buy stuff. You know, we've been hearing that. We've been hearing that a few episodes here and there. Mm -hmm. Like, I think last year they even mentioned it once or twice. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, maybe he hid some of those coins on his property. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and didn't ever have a chance to retrieve them again or whatever. Who knows? Who knows? Well, when you're hiding like your little bag of coins everywhere, you're going to hide them in a bunch of different places because someone comes to rob you. They're probably not going to find all your hidey holes. Hopefully. Right? I mean, that it's very likely. So hopefully they can find one of the hidey holes that hasn't been founded or he forgot when he moved. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Hopefully. Maybe it was that one hole that Rick stuck his hand in. Yeah, maybe that's where a bunch of it was hidden and it's all spent now. Right. Don't know. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm, maybe and uh clawworthy says it you know he does do the whole recap on grave so we got Naturally. some of that again rick said that uh the information is irrefutable and when grave uh, that when graves was alive you know he was spending money that way yeah and you know like deidre was saying um you hide stuff because back in the day there's no banks mm-hmm. there's nowhere to you make sure your 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 valuables are safe and you don't just keep them in your, uh, like under your bed. No, they're under your pillow or whatever. Yeah, because it will, you know, if someone uh, knows you have it, probably pretty easy to get away with uh, taking it from you. Mm-hmm. So you might want to hide it in a good hidey hole. Yep. Like the holes in this foundation that they found. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're super stoked about it. Yep. Yep. And so that, that war room pretty much was just to catch up Marty and craig on mm-hmm. what was going on and that foundation and for they're all excited. sure yeah for sure so speaking of we'll just roll right into the swamp the swamp let's do some swamp things and so we leave the war room and go to the swamp where miriam and david fernetti are and she's asking him how the stone throwing is going and he's literally just chucking rocks maybe he's training for the olympics maybe why not probably not Probably, yeah, I don't know. We, we could ask. I don't know what sport. Stone throwing. So, shot put. Shot put, there you go. Go, David, go. <laughs> yeah, so Miriam says that when they started the excavation, they were finding voids between the stones and that the soil was placed on top and not falling through those holes. So, mm-hmm. definitely, you know, there can be no mistaking it's man-made. Mm-hmm. David then finds some charcoal. Miriam uh, confirmed by smudging it all over her hand. What did I say when she, when we were watching it? And I said, ew. Well, she goes, well, here, let me show you how to test it. And I yelled, lick it. (laughs) That's earthenware. (laughs) Oh, my bad. I thought in archaeology, that was just the go-to test. The lick test will tell you what it is. That's why like um, people like Laird are probably immune from everything. Yeah, probably. I mean, between the brackish water and the charcoal and... Um, Rick Rick is a wannabe archaeologist then. Yeah, Yeah, Miriam went with the smudge test instead of the lick test. Yeah, so she smudged it all over her hand. She called Aaron over to check it out. Aaron said that he was not expecting that. Mm -mm. So... I mean, when you don't expect, when you find something you don't expect, it's probably good. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying it's a pretty big burn feature, um, just because you can see like the red around it. So it'd be yeah. indicative of something being burned multiple times. Or for a very, very long or sustained for a time. Long sustained time, yeah. right? Like one of the things is maybe this thing, whatever this was, burned down, mm-hmm. you know, and left that residue. Mm-hmm. Or, or um, and it was really hot. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was something that, you know, like you said, it was burned over and over and over again or a constant. Like um, a hearth feature? Yeah, could be. I mean, it seemed it was between two rocks that were horizontal. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Makes me think of the, of um, John Smith's homestead and he had the 90 foot stone placed in his uh, fireplace. When in doubt, put rocks in the uh, stove yeah maybe it was good for making brick oven pizza later on this episode the 90 foot stone was mentioned actually in the episode it's been a long time since we've been. heard of it and it's like it's like my favorite thing because I, I know that's the thing that needs to be found and figured out because i mean if it's like a legit thing found at 90 feet deep in 1804 or whatever it was i mean come on that's like, if it is a legit thing while well, we're chasing a myth or a legend chasing ghosts yeah like pac-man kind of like the yeah, like Pac-Man. And you miss Pac-Man. Yeah, but I don't have a bow on my head. <laughs> I'm like, you know. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. 
that's kind of what was going on. And then um, they did suggest a connection to the pine tar kiln that was found earlier mm -hmm. this season over on lot 15. Yes. Um, yeah. And he says, hey, let's take a sample. Bag it, tag it. Bag it, tag it. Yep. That's what we do to important types of things. Uh, get to the it lab. It is. It is. And then, so I guess we'll include this section. Yeah. 50 it... yards to the south. Mm -hmm. I bet you that's an exact measurement that Steve Guptill gave them. Probably. They're like they were working about 50 yards to the south. No, like they're probably like, oh, like 100, and, 100 120 feet. And then uh, Steve's like, no, no, no. It was uh -uh. 50 yards to the point. Come on, man. I GPS tagged it. Yeah. I know what's going on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, 50 yards to the south, we had Scott, Gary, and Billy all working together. One in team, harmony, one dream. In harmony. Yep. And they're searching the stone pathway or road, mm -hmm. uh, looking for more artifacts. Scott asks Gary if he's found anything. Gary says only little nail types of signals. So he wasn't too excited about it. Yeah, nothing that he was ready willing to put a shovel in if you will yeah marty did say in a little like side interview that the road could have been there for a thousand years you know mm -hmm. and uh for all they know and okay, all, marty, they're all, well they're only finding the younger stuff on top and the deeper they go the deeper you know the older the further back in time they go it's like basically they found a time machine if i could turn back time <laughs> i would dig in the road hmm if I could turn back time, I would just like watch them do the excavation at the at the building site. of the road. Maybe the site that and whatever else they did. I could find time yeah, digging in the road because later it's a on, portal. Well, later on in the episode, Rick is like, "Well, maybe there's a swamp story, and maybe there's a money pit story." And Aaron's like, "Yeah, you know, oh, I don't think so." Aaron squished that real fast. We'll get to I that. I want to talk to him about that. Yeah, because like. I don't know. That means we don't, I only need to go back once and don't have to observe both things. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I can observe both things at the same time. It's I great. put that on a little, a little side note for things to ask Aaron when he comes on the podcast. He's coming on the podcast. He sure is. Say what? Say what? Don't forget guys, postseason interviews. We'll get there. Can't yeah. wait. We're excited. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, then Gary uh, says it'd be nice to find a ring bolt. Or an old, some more old ox shoes. Mm -hmm. Your wishes. More shadowing. Um, Scott says coins would be nice. Scott, he he's got the spendables. I've decided. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why wouldn't you, everyone should be? Yeah. Well, Rick's like history, but and some well, of us are like, yeah, but gold. Yeah, they're history too. Gold shiny things. They all love the history, but they really yes, want to find the gold. Yes, of course. But so yeah. Billy chimed in though. He said, or something like the ninety foot stone would be nice. Yeah. So that's that's a ninety foot stone mention. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what we need. We need something that's like like yeah, you in, said another ninety foot stone. Yeah, something like that'd be great. Yeah, it would. All right, so Billy continues digging deeper. That's mm -hmm. what he does. Uh, he finds more cobbly road material. Scott finds a huge, or maybe not huge, but a large stick underneath the rock and the works it free stick. yeah with a shovel and billy says that uh the way it was found looked like it was placed intentionally and scott said that it wasn't connected to anything so yeah. it was just like boom placed there yeah it was i mean they kind of went on to say if it wasn't you know cut it like the rest of the root should be right here it should be but right under my knee right under his knee right says, yeah. but this is definitely cut and intentionally placed to help keep the rocks up for sure scott stick scott stick and then aaron comes over to check out progress and um you know scott shows him the cobbles they've been finding and he also shows him that large stick and he says hey we should get some c14 on this because mm -hmm. you know it's obviously it's like a place thing aaron agrees and he's like looking at the stick mm -hmm. and he's like oh this is your stick huh scott and he just chucks it I don't... he's like meh it's like watch this go yeah. get your stick and i'm thinking to myself Dude, that's like 500 years old, man. Don't right. be just tossing that around, dude. Right? <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah, so. And, and he's like, yeah, let's get C14 on it. And then chucks <laughs> it. Go find him. Make sure you get the right stick. <laughs> My bad. Oopsie. My bad, he says. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, he does agree. And then in the little side interview, Aaron explained that finding wood underneath stone isn't natural. So these were intentionally placed, perhaps as cribbing, to keep the stones from sinking into the mud. We agree. Yeah. And Scott says it's a little piece of a puzzle of the puzzle and Aaron agrees. Yep. So what are we at? 
uh, reminds us of Charles 400 missing pieces. I thought he had like 600 missing pieces. Oh, was it 600 missing pieces? Yeah. Yeah. And then we got like 10 from James McQuiston. Yep. And we got a couple from Scott. It's just one. Okay, we got one from Scott. So so that leaves us with 589 pieces left to go. Okay, I wonder if we collected any more this year. I don't know, but that's that's so something. 580. I mean, that's not bad. 589. 589. Every the, piece is important. You know what pieces are missing? The ones in the money pit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll get to the money pit. Wah, wah. So the next time we see the swamp, and next time we have swamp action. Swamp. We, yeah, we have Rick. Aaron, Miriam, you know, the usual crowd out there, mm-hmm. uh, checking out the charcoal feature found by David Fernetti. David's charcoal. David's charcoal. And, uh, oh, and Ian. Did I say Ian? Yeah, so Ian mm-hmm. Spooner was there. Yeah, that was it was good to see him back. And he says the amount of burning at the site was intense. That was an Oak Island trivia question last night. Intense. Yeah, thanks again to Kristen for doing Oak Island trivia questions for us last night. Um, maybe it speaks to industrial activity, he's thinking. Hmm. Well, we have a foundation. We've got a lot of road. Mm-hmm. And if you're moving heavy stuff along a road is why you would use rocks or stones or cobbles. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Miriam says that it's kind of confusing, though. Um, it's like, what were they burning? Why so much? And why no evidence? <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just crazy. Clotworthy brings up the pine tar kiln once again, mm-hmm. you know, because it's something that was a sustained fire and, you know. Are they connected? Are they connected? Maybe. But it could tie into the wealth of Anthony Graves or Samuel Ball. Could it be? And we haven't talked about Anthony Graves a ton on the show. I don't feel like. I don't, know much, to about like... I don't know much about him. I know he spent gold and silver in town. That's mm-hmm. about it. And he lived on Oak Island. He bought almost half the island at one point. I think, the end. That's the end of the story. I think that's really about <laughs> all anybody knows about him. I bet you Rick Lagina knows more. I bet, I bet you, I bet you Doug. Doug and Charles know more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's Guaranteed. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, um. They had a little side interview thingy Naturally. with uh, Rick, and he says that there are all sorts of variables here, and they need to take make a meticulous take a meticulous approach, and it could be a workplace, maybe in association with in association with the eye of the swamp. Could it be? Yeah, that's where they're getting hey, all that. Aaron Clay, he's calling it. He's calling the shot, saying this is all one big thing, one mm-hmm. big puzzle, not two thousand piece puzzles. Aaron. I hope you came up with some pieces to the puzzle for yeah. all that talk. Well, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, at least Scott got a stick-shaped piece. He did. Good job, Scott. Uh, the archaeology archaeology team's been killing it. Oh, yeah, they have. All right. Um, Aaron says that he has to say it again because since there's no artifacts being found, it's perplexing because... Uh, in his experience with anything like this, you're finding artifacts and in large quantities. And... And everything they've excavated, there's more of like a secretive component mm-hmm. to it. And it's almost eerie that there's so little to be found. It's just crazy. I mean, think, if you really just stop and think about that. Yeah. Anywhere there's been that kind of activity. And obviously there was or else. I mean, the stone road didn't build itself. They were clearly cleaning up after themselves. Maybe the dinosaurs built it. I'm going with a big old no. I mean, I guess the Flintstones could have, like, they used the dinosaurs to help place yeah, the see, rocks, yeah. right? Maybe it was like uh, Neanderthals or something, you know? Yeah, sure. Why not? Wouldn't they still leave artifacts? Probably. I mean, I haven't seen any dinosaur toenail clippings or whatever. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> All right. So Rick uh, suggests that maybe there's a swamp story and a money pit story, like we were saying earlier. And Aaron's like, no way. He he didn't say, oh, yeah, girl. He said, mm-mm. Oh, man, I want to press no, that button. don't push the button. You can do it. I'll save it for next week. <laughs> All right. And so he doesn't uh, say, he doesn't think there's two parallel stories here. He thinks that there's one story and that they're connected. There's too much going on here that would uh, possess people to do this. <laughs> yeah, to do it twice yeah. and different times. Like, that's just crazy. Yeah, well, what they had done for this path, like, it, it's got to be a real important purpose, basically. You know, like, 
<laughs> to compel people to do this um, it has to be something large. It's not just for nothing. Yeah, so, at that scale. Yeah. That's a lot of work. And then just to leave. And then, yeah, and then for, and it, it's been covered up by how much sediment? Yeah, and it was probably covered up by them too before they left because mm -hmm. they obviously picked up before they left and then they wanted to hide their trail. Mm -hmm. We found it, guys. Yeah, and we haven't even talked about the stone trench that they found earlier in the season where the hole was from Corian and Chris's theory. Mm -hmm. uh, if it's built of stone, I feel like it's got to be related to something. I mean, we have a the stone parking lot we have the stone road we've got the stone trench feature over in that corner it's and and marty lagino was so convinced nothing ever happened at the swamp yeah but later marty he he said he's a believer friend yeah mm -hmm. yeah friend. so um uh rick also said that if they're not connected then why does why like why doesn't it just go directly toward the money pit <laughs> right because they got a lot of places to go on the island taking a little detour um, it might have been easier to get there the way they were going at the mm -hmm. time, too, because landscape has definitely changed. <laughs> yeah, it has. Like a lot. Um, Ian says he was going to clean up the space a little bit and get some soil samples. And, mm -hmm. and I assume he did so. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good Mr. job. Ian Spooner. Good job. Dr. Ian Spooner. Spooner is on Dang, it. Dang, I just demoted him. He's a doctor. Yeah, so is Aaron. Yeah. All right, so let's go to the money pit. Well, we weren't done with the swamp. I thought we were done with the swamp. I mean, maybe you were done with the swamp. What else you got with the swamp? Uh, with the swamp, we have it where Miriam finds pottery. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? So it's... Gotcha. She She's holding it in her hand. She's got like three pieces of pottery. Yeah, glazed stuff. Yeah, they're painted green, blue, and pink mm -hmm. on... Well, that's painted on the white. And she's so excited. I think she's down over by the, the new foundation because they're almost in Tom's backyard again <laughs> you know hanging out in tom's backyard I, i'm beginning to think fred nolan knew something and i laughed in this section she calls aaron over and he comes out of the brush with his big stick and he looks like moses and he's like oh. i thought that was uh, uh stick. this is what i'm saying i steve you better watch out because i think aaron's trying to take your uh moses moment let my what go artifacts go let my artifacts go let my trowel go yeah that's messed up though like miriam found him dude just back yeah. up and he's like bag it and tag it <laughs> <laughs> let's send it to the lab it is mine now but i don't know my I, this feels like a good meme where you could do like steve and aaron side by side like versus who, who wore it better yeah you just need I'm to put saying. one of those uh, Hebrew um, uh, jacket things that Moses is wearing over the both coat of, them. of many colors. No, that's that's Joseph. That's Joseph. Okay, that that's not Moses. Two different people, same book, yeah. different people. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, because like what they gave him was like oh to gosh. insult him. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. <laughs> my bad, my bad. So, anyways, I'm not gonna do that. I just they both walk around with sticks, and Aaron was really committed to the coming out of the bush. <laughs> and looking epic with his stick. That is all I was trying to get to. And he was going to take the artifacts. Well let done. my artifacts go. Well done. <laughs> but he's really excited about it. And Miriam suggests it could be like part of a base of a teacup or something. Look like it. Because it's got like a little lip or mm -hmm. whatever on it. And Rick pops in. Pop goes the Rick. And she's like, Rick, look what I found. She was excited. She was stoked. Yeah, and so was Rick. Like you would think they were gonna do the gold dance or something, <laughs> but pottery. And Billy came over to take a look too. Yeah, true. Billy mm. was excited. Yeah. And uh, Rick asks if, I mean, because they're standing in the stone foundation, and he's saying, "Do you think, like, is there proof here saying that the foundation and the stone road are connected? Mm -hmm. You know, based off of finding these different artifacts." And this is also partly where Aaron's like, yeah, <laughs> it is. But we would like to know, he wants to know where Billy's trowel is and if it's available to like help kind of connect those pieces and see if we're going towards the up, up and landed. Billy comes in. Trowel ready. Trowel ready. Takes a couple scoops. And he's like, okay, Billy, we're good. We're going to use 
the, the little trowels now. And it does appear to be going possibly upland. But we've been saying that for a while. Everybody's wishing for things to go upland. They're hoping. Maybe it is this oh, time. Maybe it's going to a new place. Maybe it's going to the real money pit, not the decoy money pit. Maybe it's going to the pine tar kiln. Could be. Maybe it's going to the mega bin. Maybe it's going to the latrine. Oh, honey, stop. <laughs> and it, it, so Rick, of course, is like jumping down to the hole with a shovel. That's what and, he does. Mm, it's the, what is this? <laughs> and then he's taking a shovel, clang, clang. Look, it's more cobblestone. But it goes cobblestone, no cobblestone. Clang, cobblestone, clang. no cobblestone. So Billy pulled enough dirt back to show us the very edge of the road. So it would be like your drop off what is nice as aaron points out that we found the edge it does look i mean that helps kind of angle it towards the upland if we're thinking it goes that way but that made rick very excited but it did look earlier what like last season that it would branch off so i'm still curious if we're also going towards the eye could be i mean why not yeah well if they were doing major work at the eye, mm -hmm. like they suggested last year with mm -hmm. um, the blue clay mm -hmm. they were finding, and maybe it was like a, what do they call it? Blue clay mine? Mine, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they would need a boy to transport, something to transport that on. And if the road kind of curves toward it and or is right next to it, load it. And it's really heavy, like clay like that. I mean, let's say you put it in barrels, you would need beasts of burden mm -hmm. to pull it and then you would definitely need a stone road because you don't want to sink into the muck but the clay like that we know it's showing up over at the money pit it's shown up in all these different places um in the chapel vaults which could be the money pit vault it could to be. seal stuff up i mean uh, i i don't know of course i don't know there's more questions than answers here on oak island there are more questions than answers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's the name of the game. Well, that was that was it. No, now we have yeah. Now we have to talk about the money pit. Well, of course, because you know things are going on down there. Pit day money. Yep. So we get to the money pit the first time, and we see Charles and Terry. Charles? Okay. Oh my gosh. I thought I I thought I had said Carl's. Carl's. No, Charles and Terry are there with Steve Guptill. He's mm -hmm. meeting them and gives them new instructions from Rick, Marty, and Craig. His new instruction is, let my people go. <laughs> Drill not. in CD7. Yes. We need to work on the, the bass. Deep. Deeper. Deep. Drill in <laughs> CD7. Let, let my people go. Let my people go. That's pretty good. Good job. Well done. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'll stop. Steve says that they're going to going to go with this new borehole that you mentioned, CD7. CD7. <laughs> and they're hoping that the, they hit the tunnel that they've been tracking. Yes. Uh, Rick likens it to following the scent of prey. And their prey? The money pit. The... Rick. <laughs> calm okay. down there, bro. Okay, calm down, Rick. <laughs> uh, let's not stalk or like. No, actually, that was pretty good. Like, okay, yeah. the, the prey is the money pit. <laughs> They're going for it. So, Charles and Terry put a fresh choice sausage, a couple, a pair of them, up on the operating table. And they're looking for human activity or backfill. Terry says that there could be backfill, but it looked like it was in situ. What? I said, or gold coins. Yeah, or gold coins. Sure, why not? There was a little interview where Rick said that uh, this is a thousand piece puzzle. Hey, I've heard that before. And every piece matters and they need to stay the course. So does that mean there's a piece? Well, like, you, did we just add it to our collection? No, no, no. Earlier, I was telling you how many pieces had been found and you were disregarding pieces. This is Rick telling you that, no, those okay. pieces are important. I wasn't disregarding oh, yes, pieces. You were. I was no. trying to count the number yeah. of pieces we found. Yeah, and I gave you the number. And you said you said a different number, and I'm like, no, those other pieces matter. Yeah, that's right. I I guess my short term memory is really bad because I I thought I was helping with the numbers of the pieces. Think Where, again. Where's Steve <laughs> when you need him? He's the numbers guy. I bet you he's keeping track of the puzzle pieces. Probably. I, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I get. I bet he is. So, all right. So Terry thinks that they may have found a shaft. And a then they, shaft. And then Wait. and then oh and then what? 
A shaft or a tunnel? I said a shaft, I thought. And then, and then they went to commercial. <laughs> That's what they do. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to have some suspense. Yeah, they were, you know, they were drilling. They weren't down to the target depth yet or whatever. Were so they drilling down. Mm-hmm. All right. So they do get back to the money pit uh, shortly thereafter. And, you know, guess who's working there? Charles and Terry. Again. No. Yeah. They're doing their thing. They had another patient on the operating table. Cut her from open. From CD7 at a depth of around 90 feet. So that's that's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Charles asks Terry, what what is it we're not seeing at this point? Expendables. <laughs> well, duh. Okay, Captain well, Obvious. No, the, Terry was like, gold coins? <laughs> yeah. And Charles like, no. No, what do we always see at this when we're chasing the tunnel? Yeah, 87, wood. 88 feet. Yeah, they're not seeing the wood like the prior holes. And they do um, look down to 91 feet with this uh, sample, and there's nothing. Yeah, it's interesting because he says it looks like this in situ soil, but it's kind of loose. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bit looser, like the clay. And it, so it could be backfill, but it, I mean, we're not getting the wood and such that we would typically mm-hmm. to be maybe part of a class. I, but not, it, it was odd, but not odd enough to. Did you notice that you know, when Terry was like stabbing it? Like there was a sound effect going boom, boom, every time he was hitting it. No. Like they added a sound effect to his uh, stabbing it because he did like seven or eight times. I noticed. I would have used that as an Oak Island trivia question. Like how many times did did he stab it and there was a sound effect, but it didn't happen. I noticed the sound effect of uh, like Steve's rendering. Like he was typing on the computer and it shows something come up. It's like, it was like you would see in like CSI or something. The uh, mm. cybersecurity thing. Oh man, it gave me a good chuckle. And you know what I would like to see at the end of every episode? What? Steve Guptill sitting at a computer like Doogie Hauser <gasps> typing up <gasps> his thoughts. You know? And then he like stops and he thinks and he looks up and has and a smile he... on his face and starts to keep typing. It might be great. He would make a perfect Doogie Hauser. He'd be the perfect Doogie Hauser. And he would have like the window right and there. And it's like a bright blue screen with white text. Oh heck yeah. <laughs> You just see him in his cup. Do 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 do. I don't even know how the, I don't remember how the music goes, but like that would be playing in the background, and Steve would just stop. He would stop thing, mm. and then it's, and then continue. It's Steve's journal, mm. <laughs> and they great. can publish it. It would be great. The, with, once they find the treasure, they'd mm-hmm. be like, "Today was CD seven. Yes. Right. And that is it. <laughs> and, that, and that is all. We found no wood. <laughs> no wood. Yeah. Pretty good stuff, though. All right. So Steve um, is now doobie. <laughs> they say that they are running out of time. And... Stevie Hauser. <laughs> <laughs> Janet, that, see, I don't usually look at the comments when we're live, but I just happened to look Stevie at that. Stevie Hauser. One. Yeah. It's pretty good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank be, you for the meme ammo. He won't be an MD. I don't know. So He'd we, be a CD. We, we we have some doctors. I mean, why why don't we have Ian Spooner do this or Aaron Taylor? I yeah, don't know. I don't know. It fit it fits Steve though. It does fit Steve. <laughs> yeah. All right. So back to the show. Um, Charles <laughs> the says uh, it's down there, Terry. We uh, and uh, Terry replied, "We just haven't found it yet, Charles." She keeps our secret another day. That's correct. All right. So that's uh, it for. The money pit, but we do have some action on swamp on swamp on lot twenty six. Mm-hmm. We did have. Uh, they talk a little bit about the money pit in that war room. Well, meeting. let's do that war room meeting real quick. So in the war room, so we've got Craig, Marty, and Jack. Jack attack. Is Jack back. attack. Yeah. And Craig is giving them the lowdown on CD seven. What happens there, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. And Marty asks, where are they going next? Because we didn't get any wood, right? Mm-hmm. And, and this made Deidre extremely happy. Yeah, because it's time to go check out. Okay, Marty points out we're getting to the end of the season. Is it we've been chasing this tunnel? We didn't get anything in this other one. Is do we want to try a you know any Hail Marys here? Well, we haven't gone back to the Behringer survey. Where there were four non-ferrous hits and Billy was sitting on the money. He was. Let why not? He's like, okay, sure. Let's let's just take a big old swing and try it. 
Let's try. So they're going to give it a shot over there. And we did get a quick glimpse in the episode of them setting it up over like by the water. Uh, Smith's Smith's Cove, Cove, that place, the place we never talk about anymore, even though it was like the number one topic of discussion last year. Well, yeah, because there was a lot going on there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I'm just excited to say, hey, they're wrapping up Money Pit, but but let's try some Hail Marys because we also they're not wrapping it up. There's just too much to do and not enough time. Exactly. So so what do we do? Do we start a whole another grid program? Do we? Hey, right by, you know, not too far from C1 in the Behringer survey, we had a non-Ferris hit. We did. Why not? Well, they so that's what they're going to do. And yep. Clotworthy does kind of give an overview of the Behringer survey once yep. again to remind us. Because it has been, you know, like it's eh, been a while. 20 episodes almost. Yeah. You know, 15 First episodes, couple since, episodes we... since we heard about it. Yeah. Marty agreed that that's what they should focus on with the remaining time they have. And uh, in a little side interview, Rick says... It should definitely be followed up on. So they got his support. Jack says, let's go find some gold. I'm with you, Jack. Let's go. Jack attack. Gold time, baby. It's gold time. Hopefully we're all doing the gold dance for the season. Finale. I thought we saw the gold dance with Gary a couple episodes ago, but Guess it was not. fake. It was not not the fake true, gold. True gold dance. Jeez. Wow. Deidre just got like electric shocked over here. <laughs> Sorry. Her, her phone went and she's like, ah! Okay. All right. So lot 26, mm-hmm. Samuel Ball's um, prior, uh, he owned this uh, land back yes. in the day. This land is his land. <laughs> well, Rick's like, this land is my <laughs> land. And Samuel's <laughs> like, no, <laughs> this land is my land. All right. From lot 26 to all over the island because I didn't get them all right next to each other. <laughs> okay. Calm down. I think Weird. I'm tired. All right. So Gary is up there with who? Uh, Treasure hunter Michael John. Yep. Beep, beep. They arrive in a Jeep. Beep, beep. They arrive in a Jeep. Michael John's here to find some treasure. And you know they're going to. Like, you might as well just take okay. Michael John with you if so, you want to so, find something. So this is funny. So um gary brings out this uh metal detector he calls it the big mama jamma right yeah and it's a gpx 5000 metal detector with a very large coil on the end Mm -hmm. and michael asks him hey what can you detect with that kind of thing and gary's like oh you know something like the size of a cannonball six seven feet deep and i'm thinking to myself oh that's why he brought michael john if it's like five feet deep i mean he could probably dig a hole real fast oh yeah like three scoops that guy okay maybe not three scoops okay yeah he could Michael well, John, I have rich. faith in you. But yeah, he is. <laughs> I mean, I bet, I bet you, because uh, I bet you, with so much experience that Jack has, he could probably do it the same. This speed, is the so. MJ six thousand. Michael so Jordan. The... Michael John. Oh, okay. <laughs> it accompanies the Jack six thousand. Yes. With their powers sure. combined. Okay, so this is this is the Michael John 5000, but we have a Jack 6000. No, I said MJ 6000. Yeah, but this was the five, the GPX 5000. Yeah, but this Michael is John is a different piece of equipment from the GPX <laughs> 5000. Well, why isn't he the 7000? Okay, he can be the 8000. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Well, we're getting off, off topic here. Maybe this is why people give us one-star reviews. Right? Because oh, we debate gosh. the model number of the person digging. <laughs> I'd say he's a 999. I'd say he's over 9,000. I'd call him a Google. <laughs> All right. So there was a little side interview with Marty, and he says that other than the interest in Sammy Ball being like the human being himself, mm-hmm. uh, there's interest that he may be more than meets the eye. And he doesn't um, think that anyone as smart as Ball um, – that was aware of what was happening on Oak Island while he was there. And, um, you know, like literally the more they can find about out about him, the better. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, this guy's living there, working there. Of course he knows everything that's going on on the Island. There's no way he doesn't know this guy. Yeah. So Gary starts detecting, gets a strong signal. Mm-hmm. Michael gets to digging two scoops, scoop, like a, scoop. like a raisin brand. You don't yeah. even like raisin bread. No, I don't. But that's how much raisins are in each box. Two scoops. All right. Uh, Gary gets down with his pinpointer because, uh, you know, for all the talk we're doing about Michael John, he didn't actually dig it out. 
<laughs> like Gary had to get down there with his pinpointer, and he's like, "Oh, I have to get out my trowel well, and start digging too." He's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, calm down. These are just for those of you that didn't see that. I just uh. like flung my bot my arm out and hit my <laughs> bottle of water that went flying. Uh, good. Uh, yep, it's shut. We're good. So. I don't remember why I was doing this, but yeah, the coil on the detector is like huge, right? It's yeah. like human sized. So he needs, it could have been anywhere in that <laughs> coil. So he had to get his pinpointer or else Michael John has to dig like a crater worth. Maybe he should have. Isn't that what he's there for? <laughs> I, I feel like the archaeologist would not have been a fan of that, especially oh, on not. Samuel Ball's lot. Yeah. Anywho, Gary gets down with his pinpointer and gets his trowel out to get the artifact out. Trowel time! And he calls it a shack daddy. <laughs> he, also, right. he also calls it the mother of all ox shoes because it's a baby ox shoe. I don't get it. It came I, from a mother? Yeah, like what we said. And a shack daddy. Oh, no, because he said they've found different kinds. They found the shack daddy. Oh. And so saying? this is the baby from the shack daddy problem. So are they talking about like Shaq, like the basketball player? Or... Yeah, because that guy's big. He has a huge foot. But when I watched it on uh, with the closed caption on, it just said S-H-A-C-K. Like well, Shaq, not okay. like shack the well they're not player. saying like hey this is so-and-so's shack <laughs> and here's his footprint shack Daddy. this is like shack yeah so he, he was excited to find this thing he's mm -hmm. like hey we need to go take it to carmen legs see what carmen says about it mm -hmm. and so guess what they do they do they except take for, it to shack Daddy carmen except for they don't <laughs> that's true they do but they don't mm -hmm. because we do go to carmen leg at northville farm mm -hmm. but neither michael john nor gary drayton take the trip no they send like they send their messengers so like carmen. jack you don't got nothing going on do you bro <laughs> can you take this to carmen leg back you've, in been, re you've been replaced by michael john <laughs> so sorry bro you're not digging no more <laughs> no more jack six thousand <laughs> oh, that's sad that is sad no the that's not the case it's not the case we hurt you jack we hurts, do. hurts for jack Oh my gosh, you're so jumpy. Calm down. Sorry, I'm really hungry. It makes me jumpy. <laughs> well, Andy just came home from a doctor's appointment. Are you yeah. okay? Are you literally okay? I am okay. I haven't went and got my medications yet, but yeah. so I guess maybe I'm not okay. Yeah, maybe you're not okay. All right, so they show him what they found. He's like, "Yes, definitely an ox shoe." Hey, that's a it's he calls. A really it, he says shoe. it's a little fella. <laughs> makes you want to give it a hug. An ox shoe? No, an old, the an old crusty ox shoe. <laughs> no, the the what what it came off of it's what, dead now <laughs> the stock shoe came from like the 1600s the ox is dead it grew to a big ugly if, ox it makes me think go find a cute <laughs> little ox and hug it because it would have a similar size shoe yeah but then you know what happened you'd be attacked by a shack daddy ox you know you don't want to mess Shack with the little one. Well, Shack Daddy Ox had a different origin. Wasn't that like a uh, English one? And this is a Scottish baby. Every ox has a daddy. Okay, <laughs> that's how that's how life works. Everybody, every like living <laughs> thing has a mom. Every living thing has a dad at some point. Okay. <laughs> Shack Daddy. That's how biology okay. works. Okay. Okay. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> oh my Let's gosh. get back on Jack with the baby Shack. <laughs> baby shack okay anywho carmen says it is of scottish origin right the scottish shack. <laughs> yes and a range uh, that he provides is 1610 to 1740s more than a century before samuel ball arrived on oak island noted jack bagley what <clears throat> yeah and so carmen wonders why the scottish would be there and charles says I know why. Like treasure. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. It's like why are we there? There is a theory that puts a Scot Scottish um well, the Knights Baronet uh -huh. onto Oak Island burying the treasure. And then there was we had a nice flashback to last week on with uh James, James McQuiston and his theory. And Carmen asks for a time frame for the Scottish theory. He says, uh -huh. What is Charles telling? It's like it's the same time frame. And then uh, I think that was like almost where like if carbon leg gets um flabbergasted no not what um what does uh what does uh, gary say oh gobsmacked if he gets gobsmacked it was that moment that's true it was yeah flabbergasted same thing right same thing yeah. um 
Yeah, and it says that it was right about that time period of the Ox Shoe. Jack says that it seems that people all over Europe are having to stop on Oak Island. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it's not just around the money pit either. You know, no. uh, Charles uh, says that given the dates, there was nobody living on Oak Island at the time. So to him, that says a lot. And there was a little side interview with Jack, and he says that, yeah, we just found so many Ox Shoes on the island. So there was a lot of work going on here, like, for a long time. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, crazy stuff. It is crazy stuff. Like, that's bananas. Yep. And so we have a final war room meeting to talk about. Bum, bum, bum. And it inc- it involves Rick, Marty, Craig, Aaron, Doug, Ton. Tom. Tom, Miriam, Scott, Billy, and Alex. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. They were finding out the results of the C-14 data from that, uh, from Scott Stick. Scott stick and Craig is so excited because it's C14 dates and he likes delivering them. He's got that little glimmer in his eyes and that smirk. Mm -hmm. And the results came back uh, with dates of from 1489 to 1654. Everybody's gobsmacked. Boom. Goes the dynamite. Fire in the hole. Fire in the hole. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's a long time ago. I mean, that's... The, the early date is before Columbus set uh, Watts' favorite shoe when he sailed the ocean blue. Okay. So it was a long, long time ago. Yeah, it was. And well before any treasure activity on, on, uh, that we know of the Isle of Oak, the, on the Isle of Oaks. Yeah. Um, so everyone's excited. They love those dates. Doug points out that, uh, we find under the road, wh- whatever they find under the road is even more important than the artifacts found on the road because once a road like that is built, it could have been used for hundreds of years. Yeah. I mean, someone shows up and like, oh, look, there's a road here already. Oops, I how dropped con- my teacup. How convenient. Yeah. Oh, that's great. There was activity here. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Marty is so excited about these dates. Um, to him, it says that this thing is real. Yeah. So. He- He's no longer uh, a Marty. Marty's no longer a Marty. I know. It's not a thing anymore. Marty is converted to a Rick. Yeah. he Except for he's even more excited than Rick now. He seems to be. Yeah. I mean, he's just... He even said in this little piece that for the longest time, he had said there was no... Nothing of importance that happened on Oak Island. Especially nothing, nothing happened after... seven Or prior to 1795 was his thing yeah was that like the first or second episode he was like okay well i'll stay and this is good if we can find it before then (laughs) so much how many times if i was rick i'd just keep that clip handy and be like hey open the wallet (laughs) because you said hand the wallet to billy again yep i mean you can hand it to me if you want we'd take it All right, so that's kind of it for the episode. Then mm-hmm. we have next time on the next Curse of Oak Island. On the Curse of Oak Island. They're digging in the swamp. Digging. Surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary finds something that looks like, I said that looks like a battle axe, question mark, because that is what you literally thought. Yeah, when I saw it, it, it looked like to me like an old style of double-bladed axe. Mm-hmm. Like, I usually just see it in video games. I don't. I, I, I can't even find, like, I, I tried looking not very hard on Google for one. Yeah. And I couldn't really find anything that um, uh, looked similar. But, like, to me, that's what it looked like. Not saying it is, but mm-hmm. this is what it, like, that is the first thing that came to mind. Like, these uh, battle axes that had really short blades on each side, mm-hmm. and you, the stick would go in the middle. That's what it looked like to me. Maybe it was the axe they used to cut the wood that cut Scott's piece stick. of wood. Scott's Scott stick. stick for under the road. So the axe that cut the wood that held the road up. Mm-hmm, maybe. Uh, but they take it to Carmen and he says it's really old, <laughs> like middle of the 1400s old. There you go. That's Say, old. what? Um, and Gary has, and, or I guess it was Doug that brought it over and Gary suggests that they find it. Okay, they find a piece of finished wood in the swamp. And Gary suggests that it looks like it's part of a ship's railing. And this is this is the big thing. Steve says, we found the ship in the swamp. Dun, dun, dun. What? So that means you guys need to tune in next time on the Curse of Oak Island to see what they found. Uh, maybe. And you can tune into the next podcast. Maybe it's Steve's, it. Steve's ship in the swamp. Perhaps. I mean, they tried 
drilling and didn't get wood before, but it doesn't mean that this anomaly isn't still important. Because as I've been reviewing maps, so the ship-shaped anomaly, like the tip of it, mm -hmm. it butts up right against the stone-paved parking lot. I just never realized how close together they were. Yeah. Well, now you realize they're it. connected somehow. They are. All right. So that's kind of it for the episode. Mm -hmm. And then we have a uh, pregame tonight at five o'clock Pacific, Correct. eight o'clock Eastern. And uh, we are more than welcome to join us for that every single week yep. on uh, facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast. And you could also uh, email us Oak Island podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Like Ginger did. Yes. And then we also have, um, Instagram, we have Instagram right? at Oak Island Podcast, and uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Oak Island Pod. Yeah, um, we do have a new uh, Apple review. Woo! One star. Oh wait, mm. no, this one's five. Yay! Yay. Our right. people. Yeah. Um, so this is a, a, a review from uh, Scrogstad. Okay, it says, "Love this show." Oh. I have been watching and listening to this podcast for a little over a year. I find Deidre and Dustin very funny and entertaining. I love that they review the entire episode and it really helps you to know to get the team working on the search. They work very hard to produce additional content such as trivia night and clotworthy moments. I thought Deidre told me not to mention the clotworthy moments. Yeah, good this job. <laughs> no, it's not my fault. <laughs> All right. Um, they seem to have built a following and camaraderie with some of the cast who join in and they comment regularly. They do. We yeah. love them. So, um, Scrogstad, uh, Scrogstad, thank you so much for your five-star review. We really appreciate we it. Really it means do. a lot. Yeah. Cause we needed it because, we um, needed to pick me up. This is, well, there's just people that just don't understand what we're all about and mm -hmm. that's okay. There's other podcasts for those people. Yeah. If they don't like this, that's we're, cool. We're not everybody's cup of tea or artifacts. Yeah, we are. Uh, not they everybody just, obviously. We are. they just don't know it they it's just fine. don't know it yet yeah so thank you so much for that yes. and um yeah since i already said it um i forgot to put up clotworthies this week my mm -hmm. bad yeah that's just a new and thing you know we're just gonna move forward and we're gonna roll with it because that's what we do here we we roll with the punches uh season i i think the last episode is the 27th okay uh so i think finale is coming up guys I, I haven't seen it officially 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 stated somewhere me neither but, but i think that's <sighs> what's crack a lacking tonight's episode is called off the railing so that's what we have to look forward to tonight off the rails ings off the rail you're off the rail yeah right. i am yeah. i should go pick up my you, bottle of water i flung across the room no you you knocked it off the rail yeah i did actually right. i knocked off the table all right. So I think that's it, y'all. Thanks for uh, joining us today. And you guys rock. And uh, thank you so much for all the chat, the chatter in the chat. The chatter in the chat. There's a Sorry, lot of chatter in the chat. We didn't get to anyone in the chat. We never uh, do. We never do. But we, we never we, do. We heart except that there. for Stevie Hauser. Yeah. But um, we do interact with the chat the entire time during Oak Island Trivia. Oh, so yeah. So we'll be doing that tonight and come back for that. And people. not trivia, pregame. Pregame. My bad. Pregame. Well, we do it during we trivia too during trivia but we'll we'll see y'all at five all right bye yeah. everyone wait and, yes, then said, and then how do you end it you said what until next time could it be bye